literally every single time that I have like a breakout, I can trace it to, oh, I just had way too much cheese or way too much dairy this, this, uh, this week, mainly cheese, bro. I am such a, I'm such a pussy for weed or what? Oh my God. What did I just say? <laughs> What the fuck is up, Starby Studios Podcast? It's your favorite degenerate coming at you to talk about random shit again. Um, <clears throat> thank you guys so much for liking, commenting, subscribing, turning on post notifications, rating the podcast, all of that dumb shit that helps me out. I really appreciate it a ton. Um, this is probably like the first podcast ever, I think ever, that I'm recording in the morning. So usually like my, my standard operating procedure for these is I literally like I'll come home and I'll sh start shooting these at like six and it takes me like a couple minutes to shoot and then not a couple minutes, like 15 to 20 minutes to shoot, you know, then I have to edit it and watch it over and like put a section at the front, render it, upload it, write all the copy. Boom. That takes me like usually like two or three hours, whatever. And I only, I usually only do those at night, but yesterday I kind of like, I just, I, I had a busy day and then I also, I, okay, I already, I also kind of like copped out a little bit. So like I've been doing that surveying thing. I get up for that at like three 30. Um, I only worked till like 12 yesterday, but then I like, uh, I, here's what happens. I I'm like in the car coming home. I'm like, yes, I'm going to be home early. I'm ready to like get some shit done and like, you know, pump out this podcast early or like work on, you know, my side hustles that I do. And then I fucking get home and it's just like, I get like smacked across the face with like tiredness. <laughs> I was going to try to make like a sexual innuendo there, but it just didn't, it didn't fit. <laughs> um, I just, I just like, I, I can't, I just like get really tired and then I have to fall asleep, which don't get me wrong. Like getting up at three thirties, you know, kind of rough. And then when I'm doing surveying stuff, it's not like, you know, it's in the sun. We're walking around a lot. We're doing a lot of like labor stuff. So like I get being tired, but I'm trying to like be better. Like I, I hate the fact that I have to take naps and shit. Like I hate, I hate it. I absolutely hate it. So I'm gonna try to be better about that. Um, <laughs> but I got, I, I got, I woke up from my nap and then I went on a hike with a, a buddy of mine, actually. Um, his, I, I went to Iowa state with him and his parents moved to Tempe, which is really close to where I live. So I was like, yo, have you been hiking yet? And he was like, no. And I was like, you can't come to Arizona without hiking. So I took him hiking. We took, uh, if any of you guys are from Arizona or have ever hiked Squaw Peak, holy shit i forgot how hard that thing is it's like a 1700 foot elevation mountain and we were both just winded bro like i'm pretty in shape but just hiking you got like like hiking being in hiking shape is just its own like it, it you know its own self like you can only get in shape for hiking by hiking so like we just took this really hard mountain and absolutely killed it don't get me wrong but um we got to the bottom and we're like yo <laughs> let's go grab some alcohol. So we went to a brewery drank and then I was coming home. I was like, all right, I'm going to pound out this podcast, going to pound out some work. I'm going to stay up to like, you know, 10 or 11 and then crash and like sleep in tomorrow. And then I got home and my mom was like, Hey, you want to go to this like restaurant nearby and have margaritas and free food. And I was like, Fuck yeah, I want margaritas. So yeah, last night, I, well, but it was good. Like I, I, you know, I'm all about like doing my work and shit, but you know, I, I came here to like, 
you know, actually spend time with my family and shit. So it was like literally everybody in my family. Um, my two of my sisters have boyfriends, so their boyfriends were there, and, we're, and it was my parents, and we we're just like chugging down margaritas, doing chug competition. My family is actually like kind of nutty, like not gonna lie. We're like very abnormal, kind of bad shit, but absolutely love it. So that was, I was like, all right, well, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, you know. My mom really enjoys that, like, family time. Like, today, she's trying to get me to go shopping with her. And I'm like, bro, I gotta get shit done. Uh, but she really values that family time. So, I was able to give that to her. But I was not very savvy about getting my work done. So, I'm gonna try to... I'm just trying to catch up today. I look like a fucking scrub. If you're watching the video version, I look like a fucking scrub right now. I'm just... Uh, uh, my skin actually looks really good, though. Hmm. <laughs> my skin has been so... I honestly think it must be, like, Minnesota weather, bro. I, like, come back here... It looks fucking phenomenal right now. It also might be, bro, when I come back here, um, I don't go out and, like, buy my own soap or anything like that. I just use, like, my sister. Like, my sisters always get, like, fancy soap, fancy face washes, whatever. And I'm just like, fuck it, bro. I'm just gonna use what you use. So, like, I always have, like, you know, the best face wash with, like, a hydrofacial moisturizer and all this shit that I just put on my face because they do and, like... Damn, I probably should do this. It's probably expensive, but, like, my face looks really good right now. So, um, you know, you can argue. I also think the sun's really good for my skin. Um, during the summer months, I always have, like, phenomenal skin. But that's because I spend a lot of time, like, outside running and shit. Um, so, I think that's helping, too, is my survey job is, like, completely outside. So, look at me fucking glowing. If anyone's trying to... Also um don't eat dairy like if you like if anyone's listening to this you're like oh i gotta take notes on like uh uh if literally probably the biggest like change for me for acne was um cutting dairy out of my diet so i used to have actually terrible acne like my freshman sophomore year of, of college and then i went vegetarian and when i went vegetarian i kind of like stopped eating a lot of cheese and uh, my acne went away really fast. I also stopped playing hockey too, so I think that helped a lot. But I mean, literally every single time that I have like a breakout, I can trace it to oh, I just had way too much cheese or way too much dairy this this uh, this week. Mainly cheese, bro. I am such a I'm such a pussy for weed. Or what? Oh my god! What did I just say? <laughs> I honestly don't know where that came from. I'm such a pussy for cheese is what I meant to say. That doesn't even make any sense in itself, but... <laughs> Alright, um... <laughs> this is probably only really funny to me. Like, you guys are probably sitting there like, What a fucking idiot. <laughs> Anyways, I'm a pussy for cheese. If you want better skin, cut out dairy. Dairy's evil. Um, okay, so the main topic of this podcast is not me <sighs> saying I'm a pussy for weed. Um, I don't even really like weed. Dude, me high. Oh my god, remind me. I don't want to talk about it on this podcast, but remind me. I want to tell you guys, like, my reaction to weed because, like, I, I can't. I can't smoke weed. I just, I, like, oh, it's bad. If you guys want me to talk about it, I will. All right, so I made a little bit of a cut because I... All right, so I'm making a little bit of a cut. The last thing that should have been in here was me, like, stumbling over my words. Um, I just started talking about the topic I actually wanted to talk about today, and I really fucked it up, I think. Um, so I I, <laughs> um, I want to hit the reset button, and I'm not going to do this very often, but, like, this is kind of a topic I really care about, but, like, I also don't know the best way to talk about it, um, which 
yeah, <laughs> I'm going to try to do a better time the second time because I hate, I hate doing cuts on these podcasts. I'd really like them to be like organic and authentic. But like when I was talking, I just realized like, oh, I sound like a fucking idiot. I'm just rambling. Like people aren't going to like, like, I, you know, my, my number one rule, if I wouldn't listen to it, I don't want to put it out there. And I was just like, yeah, I probably wouldn't want to listen to the last like five minutes of me talking. So, um, first off, I'd like to say, uh, I, I, so this, this topic is coming from a DM from someone. I really appreciate the support you guys have been giving me like DMS, uh, comments. I've been getting like, even like a lot of my friends are like sending me messages. Like, dude, I like love this part of your podcast. Um, you know, they've been just like, like keep it up. Um, even, you know, kind of some, like, I don't, I don't even want to call them fans, but like people that follow me who I really don't know, they've been DMing me like, oh, I really enjoy your podcast. Keep them up. Um, and I appreciate that. And you guys have been killing the comments too. Someone said like in my last in one of my comment sections that I have such an interesting life, which like, thank you. That's like such an ego boost. Cause I think I live such a boring life sometimes, but, um, you know, I, I think part of it is the storytelling aspect. If you know how to tell your, your life story in like a fun way, it just makes it like, like everybody has something interesting that's going on in their life. You know, if you know how to story, tell it right, you can make your life sound a lot more interesting than it actually is. And I feel like that's kind of how I am, but, um, thank you guys. I really appreciate the comments and the support, the things that like make this, make, make making this podcast a lot easier. It, I, I really do appreciate it. Um, so I got a DM from my girl, Addie. Addie is dope, by the way. Addie has been, I don't remember when she started supporting me, but like since day one, comments all my stuff, likes all my stuff, DMs me all the time. Like shout out Addie, super supportive. She said, if you want, you should do a podcast episode about life after high school and how you got to where you are now. I'm nervous about going to college and not being dependent on my parents anymore. I think it would be cool to hear you talk about it. So I put this on my story. A bunch of people wanted to hear about it. I, I want to start this off by saying, like very, very definitively, I do not have everything figured out, especially with this like COVID shit. And like me being an entrepreneur, I am very like fly by the, excuse me, fly by the seam of my pants, trying to like really figure out what I want to do, how I want to do it. I mean, for fuck's sake, I'm, I'm making a podcast. (laughs) You know, like it's so cliche, like people making podcasts and shit. Like I get it, but you know, I love this shit. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll talk I'll try to address, there's a couple of points here. Um, So talk kind of about life after high school. So basically college, Um, how you got to where you are now. So kind of telling like a little bit of my life story. Um, She said, I'm nervous about going to college, which you should like, obviously like I was nervous too, but you shouldn't be. College is great as long as you like take full advantage of it. And I'll kind of talk more about that. Um, And then not being dependent on your parents anymore. So I'll talk a little bit about that. I that's really hard for me because so I, I got a really nice scholarship to Iowa State and my parents had saved up money for my college. Like if I hadn't gotten that scholarship, they would have expected me to like, you know, work and like help pay for my college. But since I got it, they were kind of like, OK, you know, you don't like don't worry about living expenses or anything like that. Um, we got you covered on that. And so I got a job, but I it was never like pressure of like, oh, I have to make rent and I have to pay all these bills and like. X, Y, and Z, like they paid for my rent. And then I paid for like my utility bills and my groceries and things like that. But like, I was still on their health insurance. I was still on their, um, uh, like on their phone bills and all that stuff. So like really, truly, I will tell anybody this. I'm a spoiled piece of shit. My parents are amazing. They're absolutely awesome. They like support me, but that's not the case with everybody. So I'm going to kind of talk about like my experience and maybe like 
you know, it's case to case, right? Like with your parents, like if you're just, if your parents are like completely cutting you off, you're going to have to work a lot more than, you know, someone like me where, you know, I just got a job as a tour guide that paid like a little over minimum wage. Um, whereas like a lot of my friends who were kind of completely cut off by their, their parents, it's like, okay, you have to pay your phone bill and your health insurance and your car insurance and like all this, they you know, had to work a lot more than I did. They had to work server jobs. They didn't get to go out as much as I did. So like, you know, it, it, it's, it's a case to case basis, but I'll, I'll talk about it a little bit, even though I've kind of, Oh shoot. Even though I've kind of already talked about it, but, um, so let me see, uh, life after high school and how I got to where I'm at now. So I was very lucky that like my mom was very, very heavily involved in the college process for me. Like I kind of, I don't know. Here, here's my thing. I will say this. I, in another, in another reality, if I hadn't gotten my scholarship and I was like paying for college, I, I truly think I would have taken a gap year to kind of explore myself and like what I was interested in. I liked, I'd like to think that I don't know if I was mature enough, um, at the time, because especially, um, at my school, there was like a lot of pressure. I actually graduated with an absolutely insane class. We had 43 kids in our class. And out of those 43, nine of them were national merit scholars. Okay. To give you an idea, like most schools with like 400 students in a, like in a grade, like you'd be lucky if you had like one or two national merits in that 400 student pool. So like my class was absolutely insanely smart and there was like, look, some people won't admit this, but there was this like pressure of like, you can't go to an in-state school. You can't go to a community college. You can't take a gap year. Like you have to, the, the way that you have quote unquote made it in like everybody's eyes is if you're going to an out-of-state school, it doesn't matter if you, um, got a scholarship, whatever, like you going to an, an out-of-state school is like you made it in the eyes of this grade, which I like looking back at that, that is so toxic because I know people who went to like liberal arts schools that are like $60,000 a year and like majored in no, no, no offense. Like not, I wouldn't say it's something stupid, but majored in something that probably isn't going to pay them a lot of money. And now they're like, what? $240,000 in debt. I would not recommend that at all college undergrad is undergrad okay you are gonna get the same education in my opinion like a you know unless you're going to like yale or harvard or some shit you're gonna get the same education at like a state school that's like thirty thousand a year versus going to a school that's like sixty thousand a year the difference is that you're doubling the amount that you're fucking paying so like that was something i, I like i i think is really toxic extremely toxic if your school is like that if you're thinking like that no like literally some of the best some of the people that are going to be like debt free and the happiest in the long run are people who go to community college to knock out two years worth of like gen gen ed credit classes that are honestly just complete and utter bullshit those people are going to probably be the happiest and like not be in debt at all i would highly recommend doing that like if you know especially like if you don't have a scholarship if you know, you don't really know what you want to do. The community college route is, in my opinion, the best thing maturely. Now you're going to have a lot of pressure because like 
people want to go to to the college so they can have that freshman year experience where they party and all that. And hey, that might be important to you, but like keep in mind, you know, if there's a state school nearby you and you have friends there, hey, you could make a weekend trip to go spend, you know, to go do that partying or to actually get that college experience, right? Like you don't have to go to the school to be there and party, especially if like like this is bad, but like if you're a girl, like you can get into parties a lot a lot easier than guys can. Like if you have that like those friends out there that you can, you know, stay the weekend at their dorm. I would honestly like highly recommend like, and you don't know what you want to do. Highly recommend community college. I would also recommend like a gap year too, because, um, realistically, no 18 year old knows exactly what they want to do. Um, I didn't, I hopped around. I started off as an industrial engineer and I chose that because my dad was an industrial engineer. So, that is not how you choose a major. I was literally just like, oh, I guess it runs in the, and my older sister was as well. So I was like, oh, it just runs in the family. I'll be an industrial engineer. And like, don't get me wrong. I always, I always like to brag about this. I got my best GPA at college as an industrial engineer. I just, I just hated it. I absolutely hated it. I was sitting in a, uh, in our lab, in like this dingy engineering building on campus, like in the basement, working on a VBA coding project that was due the next day. And I was just kind of like, why the fuck am I here? Like, why am I doing this? I do not like this at all. And I do not want to do this for the rest of my life. So I dropped like the, the next day I turned it in. And then I went over to my advisor and I was like, Hey bro, like I'm going to switch to business. <laughs> like I'm, I do not like this. And even in business, like I started off as finance and then I went finance and entrepreneurship. And then from there I went to marketing. So like Bro, like I had no clue what I was doing. And a lot of it was like doing things that I was passionate about to get to a point where I was like, oh, marketing. I have a very marketing-esque brain. I love social media. I'm very savvy at social media. I'm very savvy at sales. Like that's how I got to the marketing thing. And it took me a pretty long time. So if you take a gap year where you can just like work, save up money, live with your parents, uh, maybe take a couple of community college credits so that you get those credits on your belt and it's a lot cheaper as well as maybe pursue something like if you're an interested in art into photography like you have the time and the money to kind of like do those things i would highly highly recommend that like that would have been great for me doing my youtube channel like literally some my my top videos if you go on that channel my top videos are from like the the like last couple or excuse me let me my my top videos are like uh, you know, the ones with the most views are when I like right before I quit. Wait, hold on. I don't think I'm saying this right. Like my, my video with 80,000 views was literally made like beginning of first semester of college. And even like all my other videos as well, like the ones that have like 10,000 views or like 3000 views, those ones are all like kind of closer to the time when I went to college. So like, kind of the way I'm looking at it from a social media aspect, I had finally gotten in the YouTube algorithm and I was like exploring with the content that I wanted to make. And if I had taken a gap year, I would have been able to really, really explore like, oh, this is, you know, this is how I want to make YouTube videos. And who knows, like it could have been completely different. I could have blown up on YouTube, you know, made money off of like, you know, YouTube AdSense and, you know, got, gone that route. But I, you know, I didn't have that gap year. Um, I went to college and got exposed to like, partying and it was just making YouTube videos in the college environment was not like, it's just not a play. At least for me, it wasn't because like, I didn't have anybody else there who like made YouTube videos and stuff. So it just kind of felt weird. (laughs) So, and at the time I was like, definitely a little insecure about it. Like I had pretty much hidden it from all my friends 
all like my you know my senior year of high school and it was still kind of weird like trying to put people in my it, it honestly is always weird trying to put people in your videos who aren't comfortable in front of a camera because they always act really weird in front of a camera like i don't i don't know what it is they just act like a fucking idiot so um you know that that basically discouraged me to like stop uploading right when i was like kind of gaining traction in the, in the algorithm so yeah i don't know um I, I would, so that was like my long winded way of being like, Hey, if you're, if you're thinking about going to college, um, unless you have a scholarship, like a really meaty scholarship, I would highly recommend like just, just thinking about community college or, um, uh, taking a gap year, unless you're like a hundred percent adamant, like, like I have a friend, my buddy Kai, he's like, I want to be a film major. Like, that's all I want to do. I want to go to school for film. Great. Go to your, go to your school and take film school like you you got it down you got it figured out but if you don't have it figured out i would i just take the time it's like why are you in a rush like the i mean the the only rush is honestly like society's peer pressure of like you have to do this when you're 18 and like you have to do this when you're cool don't oh wait no you have to do this to be cool you don't you literally don't have to do any of that shit everybody runs on their own time like don't you know don't don't feel pressured so that's kind of like the I don't know, that's like my my little tip on that but okay so my my story right um and i'm gonna try to spark notes this because like this could be a potentially very long podcast oh my god this is 13 minutes already oh my goodness and not including the other like six minutes from the previous podcast oh wow you guys you guys are in for a treat this weekend so um how i got to where i am now so i'm in high school i went to a very very strict charter school that was honestly kind of like a catholic school it was like a it was like a non-branded catholic school every all the the administration was catholic and they kind of ran it like a catholic school but it wasn't catholic um i i got really lucky so i i mentioned i got a great scholarship to iowa state and on top of that i got into the summer program called apex um where i got to go to Iowa State early over the summer and take eight credits worth of classes all paid for by the school which was a phenomenal opportunity once again kind of a good reason why I didn't take that like gap year route or that community college route like you know I was getting a lot of stuff paid for me so um that but that was terrifying I'm gonna try to like weave this into like nervous about going to college like obviously like you're gonna be nervous no matter what but I promise you like as long as you know as long as you're like willing to like really put yourself out there in college I, I, I think you should be okay because for me, like going to college was, was a reset button. Um, you know, I was known in my high school as like this certain person. And like, I looked at Iowa state and I was like, wow, nobody here knows who I am. Like nobody, there's no preconceived notion of who Ben Starbacher is anymore. And now I can actually like form it. So, um, obviously that's not the case with kids going to like state schools. Cause you're going to go there and they're going to be p- people from high school who know who you are. Um, but I would, highly recommend if you go to college do not like don't depend on your high school friends or people from your high school like don't depend on them in order uh, in terms of like you know making friendships because like i've seen multiple multiple times people kind of fall back on that like that like comfort or like that that safety zone of like I'm in college there's a bunch of brand new people but I'm only going to hang out with the people that I know from high school and they don't branch out and they don't meet other people. And, you know, at a certain point, they sometimes get like sick of these high school people or they, 
you know, just want a new group of people to hang out with. But, you know, this isn't until like sophomore, junior year. Now they feel like they're too late in the game. They're too late in the game to go and meet new people and make new friendships, which is like, it's not the case, but it definitely feels like that. And it can kind of feel like the end of the world. Freshman year is probably the best time as well to meet new people because like everybody's new. Everybody doesn't, everyone's like, you know, everyone kind of is in the same boat of like, will I make friends? Will I fit in here? Will I succeed? And like, <clears throat> that just is like a little bit more like almost like vulnerability for you to like connect with people on the same level and become friends. Right. So it sounds like really cliche, but like, Hey, go and like meet everybody on the floor of your dorm room, like go and meet people, um, join clubs. I personally, like I'm huge fan of Greek community. I know there's like so much like media cliches and stereotypes that drive people away. And don't get me wrong. There are some really bad fraternities out there. I will admit that. Um, the fraternity I was in was great. We were a dry house. Um, we did not do any like crazy, terrible, like alcohol hazing or anything like that. Like it, it was a very, very great group of guys. And if you can find a fraternity like that, I would highly recommend you join it. Um, if you go to Iowa state, there's like a bunch, I could definitely like recommend you some, um, but you know, that, that might not be the case at every school. Um, but I would, I would highly recommend go and join like clubs, organizations, things like that you're interested in and that you can meet with, like meet other people who have the similar, similar interests with you. Because like the number one mistake that I see where people like absolutely hate their colleges, they don't really like dive in to think to, to, you know, like their interests, they kind of hang out with the same like core five people. And then next, like they, they like get sick and tired of them. And now they feel like they don't have any friends. I do my, by the time my senior year rolled around, I did not hang out with like anybody that I hung out with freshman year. Now that's not always the case. There are some freshman year groups that will like hang out together the entire time and just like really stick. But for me, I met a bunch of people on my hockey team and I met a bunch of people on my dorm floor and I met like, you know, um, some other people and probably by the end of my freshman year, I, I wasn't hanging out with them that much anymore because I had continued to try to find people, you know, in the business college, um, you know, through my fraternity and the relationships I made in the Greek community and, you know, a, a bunch of other things. Like I had found more people and different people that I was like, okay, it makes more sense for me to hang out more with them and like with the people from freshman year. So that would be my number one thing is like, if, if you're, you know, if you're nervous for college, like you kind of have to lean into it. Like, I don't know. I, for me, for me, it was great. I went to a big, big school and the way that I looked at it, like with anything, whether I was like talking to a girl or like, um, like trying to make friends with somebody, if you never want to see them ever again, Usually colleges are big enough where you don't ever have to see them again, bro. Like you don't like you, you know, that, that like random person that you talk to at a bar, at a party, whatever, there is a very, very, very high likelihood that you will never see them on campus ever again. Like, and, and that's the great thing about like a big school that I went to. Obviously that might not be the case. I mean, I know there's some schools that like are in the hundreds or some that are like in the thousands, but I mean, realistically too, like you can just avoid them. You don't have to like see them ever again. And that's like the one thing that I've never understood with like social anxiety is there's these, you know, and like uh, obvious, if you can't tell, I have never struggled from social anxiety. I love talking to people, talking to people like really, really energizes me. 
if you have like a social anxiety, I know like my friend would always say like, oh, like, but what if I say something and like, it sounds weird? Or what if I say something and like, you know, uh, they, they don't like me anymore. First off, if that's the case, like, just don't talk to them. You don't have to talk to them ever fucking again. Like this is life. Not everybody's going to like you. Not everybody's going to, you know, care for you. And that's just how it is, bro. Like, and that, that's a great thing. Life would honestly suck dick if everybody cared about each other. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, on top or not like cared about, you know what I'm saying? Like if everybody was so in, if you were involved, if you cared about every single person in the world, like how, how would you distinguish the people that you actually care about? Does that make sense? I don't know. Maybe I just sound like a fucking idiot, but I mean, that's this whole podcast, right? (laughs) Um, but Like either way, like, and you, and you don't, you don't have to see them anymore. Nine times out of 10. Like when I say stupid shit, like I know I say stupid shit, but it's like, nobody cares. Like when somebody says something stupid to me, it's like, ah, ha, ha, that's funny. Like whatever. But I never think like in my head, I'm like, wow, this person is such a fucking idiot. Like, you know, it's just literally like your, your anxiety telling you like, oh, but what if, you know, what if they now hate me? Or what if they now think I'm an idiot? Like nine times out of 10, that isn't the case. One of my favorite things I read this like in an anxiety book, it was like, if you're ever feeling like a social anxiety where like someone's not responding to your text and you're like, oh my God, I did something. They hate me. The question you should ask yourself is like, well, who told you that? And it's like, well, nine times out of 10, the person who told you that is yourself. Your yourself is making up these things. It's like, well, that has no basis to it. That has no merit. That has no, you know, uh, no, def- like no concrete evidence. So most of the time, you know, you're, you're just, you're just getting inside your own head. So, um, I don't know. That's like my little spiel on social anxiety. Um, but really, really like if you're going to college, like take the, the only way you can really like have a fun college experience in my opinion is if you just take it by the balls, experience everything that you can meet as many people as you can. Um, in my opinion, probably one of the best things about college is the networking opportunities that you have. Like, you know, down the line, you make friends with all these people and you get in the right groups of like successful people who are going to become heads of, of companies or, you know, a big name that can maybe give you a job in the future. Like that, in my opinion, is probably the best part about, about college, um, is like kind of the networking opportunities. Cause some of the classes are complete and utter bullshit. I'm not going to lie. Like a lot, I would say there, I could, I could count on these two hands, the amount of classes that I actually took that I thought were actually beneficial. Let me see. Let me, let me actually try this. So, um, two sales classes I took, those were beneficial social media marketing class. And that was only beneficial because of the professor. The professor was awesome. A real estate finance class, a stock investment class. Um, I think that's it. Was that just one hand? Is that, is that really it for me? I'm trying to think. Oh, okay. I took a comedy college class that I actually really enjoyed it. Okay. So that was, <laughs> this is actually a fun story. It was a cl- class on, um, like literally <clears throat> how to be funny. Like the, the class, it was through our honors program. The, the only quote unquote grade that we got, it was a pass or fail class. You pass the class by at the end of the year, they hold like a, a comedy show in like a little room in our, uh, Memorial union. There were probably like a hundred people there. Maybe the way that you pass the class is you go up on stage and you do like a five to 10 minute comedy routine and you just have to get one laugh like you could get one of your friends to go to it and give you a pity laugh and you would have passed so that was really fun um i'm a huge com- like proponent of like public speaking i guess i'll count then my public speaking class that i took as well so like seven classes um 
yeah, they're, they're not, I mean, in my opinion, like the amount of gen ed classes I had to take that were just straight stupid is like unacceptable. Like the, it was a good thing that I had a scholarship to pay for them is what I say. Like if, if uh, once again, I'll like, if you have that opportunity to take community college route and like take those gen ed courses for a lot cheaper, please do it. Just do it. It's, it's, you'll thank yourself later. Um, <clears throat> okay. I am rambling, but we're just going to keep going. Okay. Life after high school and how to got how I got to where I am now. I mean, a lot of it, like, whew, how I got to where I am now is like kind of a loaded, loaded, like, I have to like think about this. I don't know how I want to talk about this because it could take a really long time. Mm. I, I kind of want to answer this in a short way by just saying like, pursue anything that you have a minor interest in. And try to stay, <clears throat> excuse me, try to stay as consistent as possible and be willing to learn and like cultivate curiosity for the thing, right? So for me, I've always done something on the side, right? So freshman year, freshman year, actually, I didn't do anything. I was just kind of getting acclimated to college. But end of my freshman year, I started working on a clothing company with a buddy of mine that we ran for like a year and a half, maybe? Yeah, it was called like crazy clothing. We made like $10,000 worth of sales in a year, which is pretty impressive. But we also did like everything wrong with that business in terms of like e-commerce and like how um, Facebook ads work and like all that stuff. Like we did everything wrong. We were pretty inconsistent with it, but it was fun. We had a great time and that really like opened up like that was the reason why I took that social media marketing class as a finance major. And then that led me to being like, yo, fuck this finance thing. You need to be a marketing major, right? Like that was, that was what really, and ultimately that's kind of what, what led to, you know, where I'm at right now. Right. Um, and, uh, like that, you know, so I did that and then I did some freelance social media. Um, and then at the end of my, or excuse me, at the end of, what would that be? 2018, I got asked to start a marketing agency with, um, like a friend of a friend. And so I did that for about like a year and a half. And now I own a, I don't, I don't even know what to call it. Like kind of like a media company is the best way. Like I have Instagram theme pages with a network of over like just, just my theme pages, probably like a hundred and 70,000 followers, maybe more. I haven't counted it in a while, but I own a network now that I can do like paid promotions on open e-commerce stores. Um, sometimes I'll help people like push their like music labels. We'll get marketing agencies to pay these pay like pages like mine to post things with like, uh, their clients music to kind of try to like make them go viral on reels and TikTok and all that stuff. So, um, that's like what I'm doing right now. And the best way I can explain like how I got to that point was like, like just, just being willing to be like, yo, this is what I'm interested in. I'm going to, I'm just going to do it. Um, and I think my, my biggest problem that I've had is not staying consistent with any of them. And that's something that I'm trying to like fix now with what I'm, what I'm doing now is that, you know, we would do our, I would do my crazy clothes or excuse me, let's start it from my YouTube channel. I did my YouTube channel. I was uploading every single day and then eventually I just stopped, right? Like I, I, I hit the algorithm. I was, <clears throat> my videos were getting pushed organically to new people, which would have been amazing if I put a hundred more videos out, but I stopped, I stopped uploading. I stopped making YouTube videos, um, when at a time when I, when I could have popped off, right? The clothing company, we were, very successful. We were making clothes, you know, people were buying them. We had a pretty big social media following. 
Um, and then we both stopped. Like my business partner kind of got into his own things. And then I was like left there and I was getting people who wanted me to run social media accounts. So I stopped. Right. And then I started running people's social media accounts and that was going pretty well. I was developing some social media growth methods that were unorthodox, but very effective. And then I got invited to my marketing agency and in our marketing agency, I would say our, uh, the consistency of our outflow in terms of clients was pretty inconsistent and that, you know, outflow equals inflow in the marketing agency community. So the more you know, cold outreach you do, the more clients you're going to get. Um, and I'd say that was our, well, we had a couple you know, we, we had many improvements and we were making those improvements throughout the year and a half that I was a part of that. And, um, they're still doing it. So I think, I think they're doing a lot better too. Um, just from like the improvements that we were making when I left. So, um, that's like kind of what I'm trying to be better about is just the consistency factor. If any of you want a really great book to read, I would highly recommend the slight edge by Jeff Olson. Um, it's basically a book of him talking about how the difference between someone who's unsuccessful and successful is the consistency factor, because a lot of people will work, 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 and be like, just reach the, the, the point of successfulness and then they'll stop. They'll get comfortable. They'll, you know, stop doing the outreach. They'll stop coming out with the clothing drops. They'll stop X, Y, and Z. And then it goes down to a point where they're unsuccessful. They're losing money. And then they're like, oh, you know, I need to pick it back up again. So then they'll, you know, start ramping it up, ramping it up, consistent, consistent, consistent. And then boom, they get tired. They get, they get, um, burnt out. And then that consistency stops. So, um, it's a really, really phenomenal book. And after reading that, I was like, wow, that's like, literally my problem is I just haven't been consistent. I haven't, you know, I haven't uploaded every day. I haven't, you know, pushed out the, the e-commerce stores that I told myself I was going to push out to run on these, these media companies. I haven't been posting as much as I would like on these, on these accounts that I own and run and that I grow like, you know, so, um, that that's kind of the way I'm going to answer the, how you got to where you are now question. Um, number one, like if you're interested in anything, I would highly encourage you to pursue it. Like I know it's so, it's so uncomfortable to do new things and it's very, it's a lot more comfortable to just like, Oh, I could, you know, try out, you know, draw some stuff for art or, you know, that I actually like doing, or, you know, try taking some photos for this photography account that I really enjoy or whatever. But, um, you know, that's, that's hard and it's like kind of uncomfortable. And what if I fail, you know, it's a lot easier if I just lay in my bed and watch Netflix, I would highly encourage you to like, next time you think like that, really have a voice in the back of your head that checks you. That's like, Hey, but you really like photography. You really like art. Like, what are you going to get out of this Netflix show? A momentary, like, Oh, this is a good show kind of thing. And then later on, you're going to kind of feel shitty. Cause you're like, damn, maybe I should have drawn or maybe I should have done this photography thing or maybe I should have like explored more into that business that I want to do. Um that's my number one thing is like if you <clears throat> if you're like wow I really want to try this just do it. And then on top of that like really stay consistent with things like that's that's like that that's my biggest problem. That's something that I have to that I'm like working on to this day. It applies to like every aspect of my life ever. Getting up early, working out, meditating, stretching. I'm terrible at stretching and I have like an old man back. So I did do it today right before I shot this podcast, but it's probably the only time I've done it this week. Um, wow. Oh my God. This is 30 minutes plus like the extra 10 guys. This is gonna be a long podcast. Maybe I should do longer podcasts on the weekend. I feel like that's kind of fun. Let me see. I'm nervous about going to college. Um, I think I kind of touched on that. It's, it's normal to be nervous. Just know like, if you 
put your 100% in, you're going to get your 100% out. At least in my opinion, like in my experience, um, I was super duper nervous. Um, Because like kind of like storytelling a little bit. Like I said, like I was going, I was pretty much going to Iowa State already. I got my scholarship. I applied to this Apex program. I still remember like three or four weeks before I graduated, my mom came up to, because my mom worked at the the, uh, the school. I had just gotten done with class. I was going to another one. She stops me in the hallway and she goes, hey, you got into the Apex program. And I remember like feeling a wave of like, oh, cool. I got in this elite program that they only choose like 30 to 40 kids for. But then I also remember being like, yo my time before I became a college student just turned from like three to four months to three to four weeks. And I, I literally, I don't know if a panic attack is the right way to put it, but I was like really nervous. I was really scared. And I remember like, um, (laughs) the night before I went to college, me and my (laughs) man, maybe I shouldn't say this. Uh, let's just say me and my friends, had a couple of drinks of alcohol for the first time for me too. And, um, it was kind of a rough night for all of us, but me in particular, I was like the only sober one and I couldn't fall asleep. I had like a flight in the morning to go to Iowa state. And, um, I remember like, just like, like bawling my eyes out, um, by myself. Like these guys had gone to sleep. It was like three in the morning. I just cleaned the kitchen. Cause I was like, Oh, I should probably clean up so that like nobody gets like mad or whatever in the morning. And I was just like bawling my eyes out on a couch. Cause I was like scared. I was terrified. And, um, I, I think it's normal. Like, I don't think, you know, anybody going to college is like, what if, you know, they're, they're thinking like the worst case scenario, but I, I don't know. Like, I think what I would tell myself is like, think of the best case scenario, which was what happened. Right. I went to this summer program and immediately met people who I just vibed with Hella. I now was like kind of on my own. I didn't have to worry about like my parents stuff. You know, I had a ton of ton of fun that summer. Like there was really nothing for me to be worried about, but I was worried, right? Because that's like, you know, sometimes the brain just likes to default to like, bro, what if you go there and everybody hates you and you hate it and you fail these classes and you can't survive and you have to go back home and like all that shit like don't you know i guess the best thing i can tell you is like don't (laughs) you know like it's it's uh, looking back at it now i'm like you know 18 year old me had no reason to be bawling on that couch because i went to college and had a great time pretty much from that point on i did not want to (laughs) be back in arizona with my family like no offense to my family like i wanted to be at college i wanted to be at iowa state i wanted to be with my people and like that's you know as long as you really go out and like uh push to like find your place find your people i think that'll be the case for you too um so don't be worried don't be nervous about college that's all i'm gonna address on that one i think there's one more not being dependent on your parents okay i kind of touched on this i don't honestly i'm like with all the time that's passed and all the shit that I've been talking about, I don't know what I've already said. So I'm just going to repeat for this question a couple of things. I'm a spoiled piece of shit. <laughs> like my mom, like bless Kathy and Scott. Shout out Kathy and Scott. They don't listen to this, but I love them. They are super supportive of me. They've always been. My dad works extremely hard to give me and my sisters just the most fluffy, easy life ever. Um, there was never really an expectation of me having to help pay for college unless I went to like a really, really expensive one. 
Um, and when I got my scholarship, my dad was kind of just like, bro, you know, freshman year, don't worry about getting a, 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 a job. Like we'll pay for your food. We'll pay for your, your living and like all those things. You just get acclimated, get good grades. And then we'll talk after sophomore year kind of thing, which was uh, honestly like the, like, like I said, I'm a spoiled. Like I probably the biggest thing for me was I thought that was so normal. I thought that was so everybody's parents were like that. And then I went to college and like met people who were working on the weekends, most of them to like pay for all this stuff on their own. And like, they had to take out loans and like, they were trying to like my freshman year. I had a friend, her name was D she was like working at Chipotle, like 40 hours a week on top of like being a pre-med major and tried to have that social life of going out at the same time. And like, you know, had to pay for all of it. Like just absolutely insane shit that like, I just was like, wow, I, I totally thought like every parent was like this. So, um, I don't know if I'm the best person to ask about, um, this, que <laughs> this question, because I really got eased into it. Even now, like my parents have really, like, I'm still on their health insurance. Like they still help me out with my phone bill and stuff like that. I pay for my like car insurance stuff and I pay for my rent and my utilities and all that. But like, even still, like that is just, you know, I, not everybody has that. And I, I guess like my, my thing would be like, really just figure out, you know, with your parents, Hey, what am I paying for? What is, what do I need to be? Like, what do I, what do you guys expect me to be responsible for? And then kind of read and react, right? Be mature about it. Educate yourself in terms of budgeting and finances. Um, what you need to do because like I've met friends who like had to go get server jobs, which are probably the, the, the highest paying job that you can get in terms of like, um, being a college student. Well, maybe not right now because of the whole COVID thing, but you know, I, I would say pretty traditionally, if you're a server, you're getting tipped a lot. You can make like anywhere between 15 to $25 per hour that, um, as long as it's in cash is untaxed. So like, that's probably the route you would want to go when it comes to like being able to pay all your bills on your own and whatnot. Um, you know, especially if your parents are like, Hey, you're going to pay for everything by yourself. That would be a very good indicator, at least in my opinion, that you should probably go to community college, um, or take a gap year just to like work and save up money or work and pay for like really cheap classes. Um, you know, it's kind of a case to case basis. And this is something too, that I wish like the education system was a lot better on it is like, Hey, these, these situations can be stressful if you make them like extremely stressful. Right. Um, and if you, if you really like take a step back and you kind of problem solve it, like, okay, you know, my parents expect me to pay for everything. I want to go to a full tuition university, but that might not be like on the table. It might be more on the table for me to take a gap year so I can save money and go to this full tuition university without, you know, having to work. 40 hours a week instead only working 20 hours a week, something like that. Um, and obviously like this is coming from the spoiled brat, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I, I haven't lived this. I've had friends that have lived this, that like I, I dated a girl, the most recent girl I dated, like she were, she was a server. She barely went out on the weekends. Like she always joked how she didn't have a social life. Cause she like had to work as a server pretty much all the time. And she paid for like her phone bill and um, you know, all of her, her rent utilities, her car insurance and whatnot, like her dad was there kind of to help her out, but like mainly was on her. And I would just like, I remember just like 
listening to her like kind of talk about how she was like money managing and all that shit and i was like i i never had to deal with this like that is fucking insane like <laughs> so that, that you know being dependent from independent i guess or not being dependent on your parents is very case to case i would i would really like this is a conversation you have you should have with your parents like even junior year of high school like hey man let's figure this out what do you expect me to pay because if the the longer you have to prepare i feel like the the like the less stressed you will be about it right if you know junior year that your parents are not going to help you with college that might be a great indicator for you like hey i really need to study for this act to put myself in the best situation to get scholarships or hey i really need to you know pick up my grades i've been getting all b's and a couple of c's now it's a's and b's you know or hey my parents want me to pay for all my college you know i should just you know expect to go to a community college and right now start working 20 hours a week and saving you know 300 400 bucks for my pay every single paycheck or you know i'm just throwing shit out there right like uh, you know being more prepared being a little bit more educated i think that's probably the best thing you can do when it comes to being dependent and like like think about it like a test right like think about becoming in independent from your parents is like a test it's how you study for that test how you prepare yourself to the for that test to when it comes time to do it how nervous you are right like have you ever taken a test where like you absolutely killed the studying you destroyed the study guide remembered everything on it and so when you came to that test you were ready to go you were like yep this is gonna be a piece of cake maybe you haven't experienced this but like i have with the, you know certain tests i've taken that is the best feeling ever and if you can actually apply that to certain things in life you're gonna have you're gonna feel more in control you're gonna have less like you know like anxiety about it so um i don't know that's that's what i would say in terms of parent dependability like i said like i feel like somebody in the back of their mind is like what the fuck do you know but you know like and maybe true like what the fuck do i know i i've definitely like listened to my other friends experiences and i've literally like told my parents multiple times i'm like yo thank you so much that like you have put me in a position where i can not be worried about these things um that's something that like i think of and i'm like wow i really want to give my kid that same thing while you know i you know, my parents, even my sophomore year of college were like, you still don't, you don't need a job. But like, at that point I was like, I should get a job because it's good for me to get a job. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that's actually something I wanted to touch on in my already like almost hour long podcast. But when it comes to jobs as well, um, it, it, obviously, like I said, it depends. Like some people, like if you're going for like highest paying job, bartender, server, um, you know, I'm sure there are other jobs, you know, uh, any like manual labor jobs. Like if you're, if you do like landscaping or something like that, like you'll probably get paid a good, a good amount of money, like $20 an hour. I, I think that's like a solid for college paycheck to get. Um, if you're like, for me, I was looking for a job that would put me out of my comfort zone. Cause like I said, I mean, I was paying for things, but like, I mainly got my job because I was like, this is good. This will be like character building. Um, you know, I, I feel like a lot of people just get a job for the paycheck. For me, I got a job because, um, I kind of wanted to push myself a little bit, like pick up that responsibility of getting up, getting dressed and like going to the job and like, you know, setting a schedule. I started in the summer and then started doing it. Um, you know, the, I did it basically the summer after my freshman year, all the way until, um, my first semester of, of, uh, 
Oh, excuse me, my first semester of my so senior year. So like after that semester, that's when I said, "All right, deuces." Um, but it was a it was a campus tour guide job. Like literally, um, number one, it was sales. I didn't realize it at the time, but like it was it was sales. You're selling your school to these these people who are coming to it, you know. And and like that was really great for me because I got to be like, you know, I got to kind of get out of my comfort zone in terms of, you know, being comfortable talking to people and talking groups of people like i still remember my first tour ever it was fucking awful it was so scary my, the uh <laughs> there was a dad there that just terrified me to this day i still have an image in my head of him like crossing his arms like looking at me with like a stern look and me just being terrified that i'm doing an absolutely shitty job and that he hated my tour but like once you have that one bad tour i was like well i guess it's only up from from here and uh, you know now, if you literally, if you told me right now, and I haven't done a tour in a, almost a year, if you told me right now, you have to give a, a tour of Iowa state, I could do it. Like I could do it easy. If, if you told me I had to go talk in front of a stage and try to like sell something to that, to the, a random audience, I could probably figure it out and do it. Like depending on how much time you gave me, <laughs> like, you know, I, I like, I have that confidence because of this job. So I would definitely recommend like, if you kind of have the picking for a job in college, I would try to pick one that you're going to also get another skill out of and like serving you could probably get a skill out of that um you know there's a lot of sales that goes into serving in terms of like you know getting on people's good side so that they tip you more um but there's like you know there are other things too that like uh there are other jobs out there that will really you know some people like to get like lab research jobs um you know the tour guide job that i did it didn't pay very well like i think by the time i quit i had gotten the job like I had gotten to the, the, excuse me, the pay per hour to almost $10 an hour. But like when I started it, I was at like eight forty, So it, it, it didn't pay that much, but I mean, it, it you know, it, it did the job. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I would, I would, you know, if you have the pickings for your job, I would, I would highly like, don't go and just get that job at like a pizza place. Cause like, that's usually people who just do that are the ones that like don't stay at the job very long. Cause usually they hate it. They don't actually enjoy it a lot. Um, you know, that's just like, I don't know, coming from, you know, once again, the spoiled brat, quote unquote, <laughs> like, like, don't, don't just get a job for job's sake. Like try to find one where you might enjoy the people. Like I, I considered my tour guide, like, you know, the administration that I worked with, I considered them like my family. My boss, Kristen was what I like to call my Iowa mom. Like I actually have to probably tell the story one time. Um, somebody broke into my apartment and I had to call the cops on them. And it was like this whole ordeal. Um, and like the guy obviously knew where I lived and I kind of like, like I, I, I still remember like this is probably like the first time I ever had like an anxiety attack was like just slowly coming to the, like my brain just being like, yo, like what if he gets out of jail, like gets out on bail and like comes and like harms me because I had called the cops on him. We also knew who he was. It's a complicated story. Um, so that's why I was like really nervous. And I remember like going to work that day. Cause like I had work after this whole ordeal happened and like just going in Kristen's office and bawling my eyes out, like literally started crying. Like I was so, Oh my God. I'm like tearing up just like thinking about it, but she was so nice about it. She like called student services, had me go to like a counseling session, like all this crazy shit. Like I, I had like, I was like, thank God I have this like Iowa mom because I would have. I would have just been freaking out in my room by myself, like not really knowing what to do, but just having that like resource of like, you know, a great, 
uh, administration backing like a job that I actually kind of enjoyed was made the college experience like more enjoyable for me. So that that's something I would encourage too. like, if you have to go get a job, try to get a job that like you're surrounded by good people. It's putting you out of your comfort zone. You're getting skills out of it as well as money. So, oh my God, I talked for so long guys. I don't know if you got to this point in the podcast. Thank you. Like, I don't know how few, like, like this is amazing. Like, uh, the fact that people, like, finish these podcasts is kind of mind-blowing to me. Like, thank you so much. I, I don't know. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's really, I, it blows my mind that, like, people, you know, because I like to, I not like to think, but, like, sometimes I, like, am making a podcast and I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm such a fucking, the last two podcasts I did, I'd have to say, I hated them, like, kind of just put them out for the sake of like I have to put out these Podmas episodes not because I like actually really thought that the podcast I made was that great it was kind of just flying by the seam of my pants don't get me wrong I don't think it's awful by any means but like not how I want my podcast to be um like this podcast I feel really great about I feel like people are gonna listen to this and they're actually gonna enjoy it a ton um so thank you guys like if you really sit down you listen to these or you watch them like thank you I'm not just speaking into a void that is probably like my biggest fear for this thing is like, I don't care if there's one person listening. I don't care if there's a hundred people listening. As long as somebody's sitting there like, oh, I actually genuinely enjoy this. I actually really like listening to you speak into a microphone for like an hour, probably at this point. Um, thank you. Sincerely from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. I appreciate your existence so much. If you guys like these longer podcasts, let me know. I can try to do like a longer podcast every weekend. Um, it's definitely a little bit harder, but like, obviously, I mean, this is kind of fun for me. It was kind of fun to talk about this topic. And I hope like Addison, if you're, or Addy, I, I don't know if your full name's Addison. I think it is Addison actually. Let me check. Yeah. Addison, if you're listening to this, um, I hope you've got some value out of this. I hope anybody listening to this got some value out of it. Um, that's, that's probably going to be it guys. Like I said, like comment, subscribe, all that stuff really helps me out. Rate the podcast. If you want, you can rate it one star. I don't care. I think it still helps maybe, <laughs> but, um, I will see you guys tomorrow cause it's Podmas baby. <laughs> oh, little awkward. What should I say? Should I say something for the, for the people who've di- who are just sticking around to the bitter end? I don't know. I feel like I have to say something amazing, but I'm not. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to end it. I'm stupid.